Hey, this is Jesse Canton. Man, I am so glad that you took the time to download this podcast. Listen, it's getting ready to be a blessing to you. It is power packed full of wisdom. Listen, as you hear this episode and you maybe you want to be a blessing to this podcast, well, you can hit me up on Cash App. Type in Jesse E. Canty, J-S-S-E, the letter E, C-A-N-T-Y, with the dollar sign, of course. And you can be a blessing. Anything you give will be appreciated. I thank you, and I pray that nothing but God's blessings and his best be upon you. Take care. Hey, this is Jesse Canty with another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? Imagine this with me if you can. You're out to eat with a group of eight people, and the waitress sets in front of you a gallon jug. Well, you continuously refill your cup, but you look around and nobody else's cup is getting filled. Have the thought ever occurred to you that it was a reason that jug was placed in front of you? Well, this is the episode I want to talk about it, man. It's going to get powerful. Listen, I'm going to entitle this one right here. Don't stop the flow. Let's go. Yeah, man. Man of From the pulpit to the podcast, from the pulpit to the podcast, to the podcast, yeah. Jesse Canty, pursuing my destiny, pursuing my destiny, yeah. Tell me, how bad do you want it? Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? This is your host, Jesse E. Canty. Man, this is episode number 117. I appreciate you tuning in. I'm excited about it like a man with every episode. So let's pray and get into this thing. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray right now that you anoint me, Father, that you touch my mind. Let me be clear, God. Lead and guide me like the navigator that you are. Help me, Father. Say what I need to say, Father, and let the people hear what they need to hear from you. I ask you right now that you be praised on and glory in it all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Listen, thank you for tuning in to another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? Before I get into this, if you want to be a help to me, because I'm telling you there's different ways you can help. I mean, you never want to just sit there and just eat up encouragement and keep getting blessed by the word and never give back. That's our problem sometimes. We keep, we keep coming. If the body keep taking in and never give out, something's going to happen. Something wrong, something gonna happen that's not right. So if this broadcast is being a, this podcast is being a blessing to you, there are several ways you can bless. You can bless by cash up. No, hold on, don't tune out. Hold on. You can bless by supporting and buying a t-shirt or something. If you, if you don't want to do that, you can bless by telling somebody else about it. Share the word. Let them know about the how bad do you want it podcast. Just be a blessing. Give. If it's been given to you, I want you to share it and give it to somebody else as well or give back to the one that's given you. However God leads you, however you feel at peace with, that's what you do. But help share this broadcast, okay? All right, let's get into this thing. My subject today is called Don't Stop the Flow. Or if I wanted to also give it another title, I would call Let It Flow. I want to go back to my illustration that I just used at the beginning because this is something that God gave me uh, as I sat down and tried to ponder and say, how do I explain this? If you are out to eat with eight people and everybody got a cup in front of them uh, and then the waitress put a gallon jug of whatever you're drinking, uh, let's say tea in front of you, let's do some mathematical equations. Uh, a cup is eight ounces. Uh, a gallon jug is about, cause I can run restaurants. I know this stuff. A gallon jug is 128 ounces. So if you got eight 
people with the eight ounce cup and 128 ounces a gallon sitting in front of you. That means everybody cup can be filled two times. I know this stuff because if you ever order a gallon of jugs, how many would that, you know, how far they go around? Well, that'll go around either eight or 16 times. If you want them to be filled up twice, that's eight. Once to be eight, twice to be uh, uh, 16. So listen to this. I mean, once to be 16 and twice to be eight people. But anyhow, my point is this, is each person at your table can get filled twice. But what if you had, what if you, I don't want to put it on nobody else. What if you was the person that the waitress put the gallon jug in front of and you refused to pass it? around to the people that is sitting around you. You keep your cup filled, but you don't think about nobody else's uh, cup need to be filled. At some point of time, the waitress should come back and I'm just using this illustration. The waitress should come back and look at you and say, why did you not pass that thing around and fill up everybody else's cup? That was 16 cups that you could have been, you, you went through and you couldn't pass it out to nobody else. You went through 16 cups by yourself. And you say, well, I thought it was meant for me. And the waitress would say, why would you think that that was meant for you when you had more than enough? <laughs> Almost hit the bomb button right there. Because the message that I'm bringing to you is to help us think and understand or realize that God has blessed you to be a blessing. There's an old saying that says, if God can't can't get it, uh, if God can get it through you, then he would get it to you. And I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about any assignment that God has placed in your hands. He has meant for you anything he have given you. If he gave you a gift to sing, it's not for yourself. If he gave you a gift uh, uh, with a steady hand and an intelligent mind, he have given you a gift. Maybe you are created to be a surgeon. Whatever God gets to you, he wants to get it through you. We are agents of God. I would also say, and I'm not talking about wings and stuff like that, but we are also angels of God here on earth. Angels basically mean a messenger sent from God. God sent us here and given us gifts, given us talents, given us finances, given us assignments for us to pass along and be or display the works of God here on earth. Do you understand what I'm saying? Let me give you another illustration if you didn't get that one. Let's say there's uh, you, there's a house that's been built. There's a house, you walk in that house and what you don't see is the pipes that's in the wall. The pipes in the wall are not seen, but they was designed and they were created to be conduits to flow behind the scene. 
You don't always have to sound the alarm when you when when that when you, you don't always have to hear the water flow and you don't always have to see things moving through it. It doesn't have to sound alarm and say, "Look, there's pipes back here." You got to know that it's been it's been designed to be there. It's been created to be there. It's already has been in place behind the scene to help that house run smoothly. We are like the pipes, and I'm going to give you a scripture to go along with that in a minute. That's why I said about the alarm sounding. We are like the pipes behind the wall. Those pipes was designed to let something flow through it so that it benefits the house. Every blessing that God have given you, he have attached it with an agenda for it to flow to whoever he created it to get to. But he created you to be the barrel to get it there. I've always said, and this is something that people, it's made me, it makes me sound crazy. But if you're intelligent, you can hear what I'm really saying. If you perceive correctly the process or the thought and the intent or original plans of God with populating this earth, you will no longer just see your children as your property or my children. That female, that male, God put deposited something inside of you from, from, from the very beginning of you. He deposits something inside of you to, to, to incubate or to pass along, to pass through you, to get that child here on this earth. And you was not created to lord over it. So I can't look at my kids at grown age and say, that's mine. And I want to do, I do. That's how we does. That's how some of us does. And, and, and it never turns out the perfect way because God never meant for us to lord over anything that comes through us. Because it comes through you doesn't necessarily mean it was meant for you. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. God has blessed us to have listeners all around the world. And I thought to myself, I said, maybe there's somebody that wants you to have a prayer request. I want you to pray with them concerning anything, your family or whatever it is. If that's be so, listen, drop me an email at jessecantypodcast at yahoo.com. J-S-S-E-C-A-N-T-Y podcast at yahoo.com. I would love to hear from you. I love to pray with you. And I want you to have a blessed day. So you have to understand why when God give you something, it was just like a child. You carried it. And my wife said, well, I carried out children for nine months. What did you do? I said, well, I carried it for 17 years. And then at 17, I gave them to you. <laughs> you may not get it. You may not get it. But the point I'm making is that and that's true. Not only is humorous, it's true. That God gave me something that I am to deposit it in the place where it's supposed to be. And then all of a sudden, while you got it, you're going to nurture it. And then at some point in time, you have to let it go. And God used you to work a master plan. Now, having said all that to say this right here, can God trust you? Do you realize that God desires to use us? But we must let his will flow through us. Do you hear what I'm saying? He desires to use you. 
If you want to be used by God, what you need to do is allow God's will to flow through you. And how do you allow God's will? Uh, oh, no, no. When, when you allow God's will to throw, flow through you, how do you put yourself in a place where you're guaranteed to be blessed? That man was giving uh, a gallon jug in front of him and he only had an eight ounce cup. So the waitress will look at him and say, did it not occur to you that I gave you more than you could consume yourself? There's no way you could sit there and drink 16 cups by yourself. So you should have automatically, automatically understood that I placed it in front of you for a reason. I gave you more than you needed so you can share and provide for others. That's biblically is an explanation of Joseph. God told me a long time ago, and this is not something to brag about to your, your siblings or whoever in your circle, but God told me that he says, you are Joseph. When he told me that it didn't go to my head, it went to my heart because I had an understanding of what he really was saying. He was basically telling me and still is telling me that Jesse, to whom much is given, much is required. Another version said this way, to whom much is given, the much more is required. So God told me that in my family, I am Joseph. It doesn't mean nobody else doesn't have anything else to offer. It's just, it's another, it doesn't mean that everybody got to get something just through me. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what he's saying. But he let me know that I was going to bless you abundantly. And it was, it's not intended just for your own main consumption. That realize that I'm going to give to you because I desire for it to flow through you. This is why Joseph was favored by God. And whenever you're favored by God, you also have a manifestation of favor that's coming through men. Maybe not all men, but somebody is going to favor you. You're going to have favor with because God has favored you. So Joseph was favored by God and favored by his father. But the reason why you get favor, we got people who decree in favor and who ask in God for favor. God going to bless you with favor. We got to prophesy favor. But don't you know you can decree it, you can declare it, you can blab it, you can grab it, you can prophesy it. But you don't really have to do all of that to get favor. There is a secret recipe to obtaining favor from God. I'm telling you what I know. There is a secret recipe to obtain greater favor from God. Can I reveal it to you? If you want favor from God, then all you have to do is be trustworthy. If God can trust you, then he'll give you favor. Think about it. If you got five kids and one of them, you got an, an, an immense amount of trust in, in them. That means you will give more to them. And I don't just mean I don't mean money. I mean, you can give them the keys to your car. You can tell them, no, listen, if anybody ever break in here, I got a gun over here in the shelf. You won't tell every one of them that. But when you can trust someone greater than the average uh, 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 of whoever around you, that means that that person have increased their value and they have increased their favor with you. So if you want favor, you don't have to ask 
ask for favor. I love illustrations how uh, doctors would say, uh, and I would tell us to my, do- my doctors, I would say, man, I'm telling you, man, my feet is hurting. And I went to a foot doctor's, I forget what they call it, podiatrist, I believe. I can't remember what it was. But I went to a foot, do- foot doctor and I said, my feet is hurting. And the doctor says, uh, let's take an x-ray on your back. And I said, what my back has to do with my feet? He said, you will be surprised. Your back, he said, the back is the center of you and, 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 and what you may be feeling in your feet could be actually coming back from coming and stem from your back. Let me give you another illustration that you think is not connected, but it is. I love playing basketball. I used to love playing basketball and everybody aimed for the rim. But sometimes you can aim for the backboard and deflect it back over to the place that you wanted to go originally, which would be the rim. In other words, the point I'm making is this, that sometimes God can 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 get you something and aim or, or give you something in your life and put you in a certain place to to actually have it connected to go another place. God can give something to you that was never assigned. You was never the target. There you go. Thank you, Lord. You was never the target. You was the thing that that that, that is connected to my target that I decided to get it to. So instead of it being your feet, I'm going to go back to your back. You could be the nucleus of the plan of God. Do you hear what I'm saying? You could be the very one that God wants to get some things to his people, but you won't let it flow through you because you think everything was meant just for you. So in this life, in this age, we whatever it is, let's just use finances because it's on tip of everybody's mind anyhow. You, we tend to work extra hard. We tend to just do all we can to hoard more and more and more and more. And the more we get, some of us, not all of us, the more selfish we get, we only give to our five, our four, and I know, I don't know what to say, our four and no more. We only just give our family and we just locks it down. We just locks it down. Don't you understand that you are losing favor with God? Because whenever you get to a place where God has blessed you, giving you a gallon in front of you, and you do not want to share it with others. I'm going to say again, Joseph was favored by God because God could trust him. Do you understand what I'm saying? Trust him. What did he trust him in? He trusted him to take care of his family. He not only trust him to take care of his family. Let's go deeper than that. Let's go. Th- let's go deeper than that. Now he not only trust Joseph to take care of his family, but he trust he trusted Joseph to take care of 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 of, of thousands, millions of people. Joseph didn't just provide for his children. Joseph had the intelligence. He had the know-how. He had the wisdom, how to move finances, how to run a kingdom so many people could be blessed. He never took advantage of anyone. God blessed the people who are who are who have built so much trust. In my, from God, that God have blessed you and you refuse to take advantage of people that you know you can take advantage of. 
There are some people that God placed you around that you could steal from them if you wanted to. You could withhold from them if you wanted to. But you have the integrity to not steal one dime, not steal one penny from anyone around you. And that is a trustworthy person. And God's going to always continue to bless you. Don't you understand to be trusted is great is a greater compliment than being loved. Oh, you don't agree with that. I'm going to say it again. Then we'll give you proof. To be trusted is a greater compliment than to just be in love. In fact, the best proof of your love is that you are trustworthy. Now, I'm going to go back and use the scripture to prove that, that you've heard before. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whosoever should believe in him should not perish and have eternal life. But we missed the first part of that. God loved the world that what did he do? He gave his only son. He trusted his son to go into what he loved and get the job done the way that he intended it to be. If you really love, then you should not only trust, but you should be trustworthy. Do you understand what I'm saying? Trust takes years to build, but it takes seconds to break and it takes forever to repair. This is not a popular subject, but it's something that I kept fighting with. And I said, God, I'm going to go ahead and yield and put this out there because this is something that the Lord is not only speaking to me personally, but he's speaking to us. God wants us to be found trustworthy. If you cannot be trusted with the few, you will never be ruler over many. If you cannot be trusted with what God has given you to complete on the level where you act, it will hinder your flow. So let me go back. I don't even think I finished that illustration with those pipes in that house. So those pipes in that house was designed to flow. And the minute, and, and they keep pushing water through it or whatever it is, but the minute those pipes clog up and stop flowing or stop releasing or allowing stuff to pass through it, now you got us calling a professional that more than likely will shut off the water valve and find a way to disturb those pipes or run something through it to unclog it. If you want to stop your flow of blessings, then become untrustworthy. Become well, Stop letting the flow of God, stop letting the will of God flow through you. Do you understand what I'm saying, man? It's a wonderful thing, and this is beyond money, but it's a wonderful thing. And this is where wisdom come in. It's a wonderful thing where you can live your life and allow the flow of God to go through you. I'm talking about when you're in the grocery store and the Lord speaks to your spirit. Always be mindful. Always, I don't care what you're doing, be attentive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. God can lead you to say, tell that person that they're loved. I mean, God wants to lead you on who you encourage. God wants to lead you for what you post on Facebook. You may not say much. You may not do something that's normal. And then all of a sudden, he leads you to do this. He leads you to say this. He desires to use you in greater manners. And it can be in manners where you're not ringling an arm. You're not telling everybody what you're doing. You're not letting your arms be given out and open. You're just silently and quietly being used by God. You you do not have to put on a show and tell everybody what God has used you to do or who you have blessed. You don't have to tell anybody. 
You ever seen people who who post, they give it, and all of a sudden they went recorded and putting all the stuff out there, which I'm not criticizing people because they probably never thought about it. But we need to start realizing and analyzing our ways. If you are tremendously being used by God to bless others, you don't have to sound an alarm. Let me give you scripture on this right quick. The Bible says, beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your father who is in heaven, who in heaven. Thus, when you give to the needy, sound, sound no trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets that they may be praised by others. I have never been a fan out of a, of an open Offering given who can give a hundred, who can give fifty, who can give twenty five, and everybody else usually would put in the pot. I've never been a fan of that because that's not the intention of God. That's not the intention of God for us to just give and get in the habit of what we do. We do openly. The Bible says when you do that, you have to, you got your reward. But I rather give in secret and get my reward from God. I've always said it this way. When you give openly the hand clap and the well speaking of that you got from your people, that's the reward you're getting. But that, that reward doesn't really amount to anything. Because the people that call you loved and say they loved you today, they can hate you tomorrow. But when God blesses you, his blessing is eternal. What God says about you is the real deal and it's not fickle. It won't be one thing today and change tomorrow. I want God to use you and use me to be a greater blessing to all mankind so we can he can lead us in especially in the last days. He can you can hear him speak to you. And listen to what he said to Peter. Peter says, I have not, he says, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I unto thee. He said, the name of Jesus Christ arise from all. He said that I have been trusted by God. He have given me something that I can give to you. And it's not just money. And he said that when he said silver and gold have I none, which means you can't just talk about money when you talk about giving. Because God have given you much more than just money to give. Now, we can talk about money, too, that has its place. But that's not just what I'm targeting here. God have given you an abundant love. God have given you a gift. Everything he have given you. I preached a message once before, and I mentioned this before, called Hidden Agendas. And some people can't hear the message because of what, like what I'm getting ready to say. That whatever God, God has hidden agendas. Somebody already shaking their head and said, I disagree with that. Because you have you failed to hear this with intelligence. A hidden agenda is not always a negative word. If you asked your son to cut the grass and you knew you were going to give him $10 once he cut the grass, if he did it well, and when you asked him that, guess what? You had a hidden agenda. You was going to get him some money that he wanted to be able to go to the mall, but you had an agenda that you were assigned to it. So if he worked it faithfully, you was going to bless him. Don't you understand that whatever God have given you, he has an assignment slash an agenda for you to accomplish his will. And it's hidden because you don't see it. You don't know it. It's not in uh, bad intentions that I'm saying God has. I'm saying everything he given you. If God have given me wisdom, he have given me wisdom, not for me to lower it myself, but to share with somebody else. 
God has always has an intention. When he told Elijah, when the brook dried up, when he told Elijah to go to Zarephath, God had a hidden agenda that the prophet didn't know nothing about. And the agenda was this. There is a widow woman. I'm going to cause you to sustain it there. He revealed it to the prophet. I'm sending you there with an agenda. Jesus said, Lo, I come in the volume of, the, of, of thy will. I came here to do the will of volume of the book, to do thy will, O God. He came to do the will of God. God sent his son to die. That was an agenda and assignment to it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Selfish people try to keep and get things, but you know what? You know what? When a selfish person try to keep and get things, guess what they lose? They lose people. They lose trust and they lose favor with God. Very simple podcast that if you want the favor of God on your life, become trustworthy. Put yourself in a place where God can look at you and say, I trust you enough that whatever I place in front of you, if I give you 128 ounces a gallon, if I give it to you and you got an eight ounce cup, when I lead you, now do not move just on your own. Ask God to show you what to do because everybody's cup is not worthy to be filled. That's a whole different podcast because some people may disagree with that, but I'm telling you, you want to be led by God. God never called the disciples together or the apostles and just let them go willy nilly where they wanted. The spirit will lead them where to go. Because there's some places you will go that we will not be received. There are some places you will go, you will be placed in chains and bounded, and it will stop the assignment. There are some people you can give to that is like giving the swine, casting your pearl before swine. They will turn and rend you with it. And the Bible says, don't cast your good works or your good intentions before somebody who's not worthy of it. So we want the Spirit of God to lead us, guide us on where we're supposed to be. Why did he give me this blessing? God, whatever he blesses you in anything, every day you wake up, there's an assignment on your life. And somebody is the recipient recipient of what God have given you. Be it encouragement, be it a word, be it a financial blessing or whatever it is. Let the spirit of God flow through you. Let him be able to trust you so you don't stop the flow that is meant to be in your life. As long as that gallon is continuously flowing, it will never be empty. Y'all be blessed. I hope this blessed you. Know that I love you. Take care.
Hey, business owners, this is Rashad Brown with SwipeFast, located in Columbia, South Carolina. We are excited to be partnering with Jesse E. Canty and the How Bad Do You Want It podcast. Since 2017, SwipeFast has been helping business owners like you save up to 99% in their debit and credit card processing fees. So if you process business to business or business to consumer payments, we have solutions that will meet your needs and would love to hear from you. You can reach us at SwipeFast.com forward slash save. That's swipe, spelled with the Y, or contact us at 1-800-597-0713. Don't forget to let us know that Jesse E. Canty sent you. Have a blessed day.